Hello there, Video Landers. Hello there. You know, it's almost like Obi-Wan himself is in the room with me. It is? It's like Star Wars is happening, you know, in the room. Wow. Well, you know, for May the 4th at school, we all tend to wear Star Wars t-shirts, you know, because it's Star Wars Day. And uh, a little kid did walk up to me and was just like, uh, Mr. Fisher, are you Star Wars today? And I said, buddy, I'm always the I'm, Star Wars. I'm always <laughs> The Star, the Star Wars. Wars. Yes, that's what's happening right now. <laughs> Mr. Fisher. Mr. Fisher. Are you the Star Wars? Mr. Seth. Are you the Star Wars? I am always the Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Brad McBoom. And with me tonight is my co-host with the most, Mr. The Star Wars himself. Seth Fisher. What's your uh, nickname? The uh, the dangling Jawa? Was that me? Was that me? You were the dirty Padawan. The dirty Padawan. No, you were Lumpy. No, Lumpy the Jawa. You gave me a different name every time, <laughs> and I can't. Uh, Seth Adias was the one that Seth I. Seth Adias, yeah, I do like that. Yeah, but you were like, no, it needs no, to be lamer. That. Yeah, that's cool sounding. Yeah. Lumpy the Ewok. Lumpy the Ewok. <laughs> Isn't that Chewie's dad? Probably. Lumpy. In the uh, in the Star Wars Disney holiday special. Holiday special. Yeah. Is that his name? It I was, think, wasn't it? I think it's Something dad. super shitty. Like, I know. Like, I think, yeah, like I think it's Lumpy. <laughs> All right, guys. Real quick, before we get started, I want to remind everyone that you can find us on AdventuresInVideoLand.com or on our Facebook at Adventures in Video Land. We are critics with attitude, which means we are uncensored. So please proceed with caution. Also, spoiler alert, if you don't want any potential Star Wars spoilers, Pause the episode and come back later. All right, Seth. It's a huge month for Star Wars. Next week is Kenobi. Uh, we have Celebration coming up. Is that next Friday? Also next week. Holy fuck. Um, and a few days ago, we got a hefty Vanity Fair article. The article is titled, Star Wars, The Rebellion Will Be Televised. Pretty dense article. A lot of information. Um, a lot of stuff we already knew. Overall confirmation that things are still moving. You know, so it was nice to actually get that. We haven't heard, you know, about some of these projects for a while. But the main focus of this article was streaming. A little bit of Star Wars movie news. Um, so let's talk about it here. And just a, just a heads up to everyone listening. Go read the article because we don't have time to cover everything. Uh, there's also an extended interview with Kathleen Kennedy. I think it's worth checking out. Again, we we knew about a lot of this stuff, but it's nice to have that confirmation. Uh, they should have titled this article uh, "Kathleen Kennedy Touching Base with the Fans." Yeah, that would have been a nice, <laughs> I, <laughs> nice title. I do love the title though. The rebellion will be televised. Yeah, that like, I nice. think that is so much fun. Some little nerd, yes. cooked that up. Yes, you know, in his uh, at his desk. Yes. Well, I mean, you know, the revolution will be televised. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I like so, it. Yeah, it's it's nice play on words. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's walk through this article together. Mm -hmm. uh, let's start with John Favreau. We wouldn't have Star Wars streaming, uh, Star Wars streaming universe. Um, if it wasn't for Johnny Favs. Yeah. Uh, what a legacy though, right? Iron Man. Iron Man. Avengers. Iron Man 2. Yeah, I'm talking about just like what he did. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but I mean, because he's heftily involved in the Avengers stuff. Yeah. Then he does Star Wars television. I mean, holy Holy crap. shit. Yeah, yes. what a legacy, man. I bet that yeah. guy sleeps good at night. I hope so. Yeah. Coming I... up with Iron Man, just being um, at the forefront yeah. of the MCU and yeah. now at the forefront um, of uh, Disney streaming, mm -hmm. you know that's that's an impressive resume yes. right there. And he has a Christmas classic, Elf. Yeah, 
That is true. He's got Elf under his belt. Yeah, that guy has done his part. You mm-hmm. know, that's for sure. Um, in, uh, in geek culture. Yeah. All right, so in this article, the reason I bring up Johnny Favs is Kathleen Kennedy talks about how John Favreau was a huge Star Wars fan. She brought him on board, and then she got Filoni. So she put them two together. Uh, they both had their own uh, ideas for Mandalorian scripts, mm-hmm. all right? But uh, for the most part, they got along beautifully. Two peas in a pod, except they had one big, huge disagreement. You know what that disagreement was? I don't remember. So Favreau came up with Baby Yoda. Dave Filoni didn't think it was going to work. Really? He thought it was a bad idea. Interesting. Yeah, check this out. Go ahead. You were wrong, Dave. You were wrong, (laughs) Dave. All right, check this out. The article says, honestly, honestly, it's something I never would have done because Yoda is Yoda, Filoni says. Yoda's homeworld and backstory were never fully revealed, and I wanted to protect the mystery that Lucas built around the original Jedi Master. I think people now look back and think it was like a slam dunk, but we were very cautious. The amount of measuring, especially in that first season, for how we were framing this kid took a lot of effort. All right, so let's stop there. Can you imagine if Filoni would have won that argument? What would the show be like? Would there even be a... Star Wars TV. Would there be a streaming universe? I, I Maybe. Don't think, I don't think it would be in a, as good of a place as it yeah. is. Because that's the whole thing is like, for lack of a better term, the normies, they love Grogu. I see Grogu on t-shirts all the time. Yeah. That they, they all love Baby Yoda. So I I think that it wouldn't have be, come to the forefront of geek culture. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, Baby Yoda, I think single-handedly saved Star Wars. Yes. And perfect timing. We needed something to bring the fans together after the sequel trilogy. Yeah. I think Baby Yoda did that. Mm-hmm. And Baby Yoda, man, he blew up. Yeah. It was like an overnight sensation. Yes. People were losing their minds. And I don't know if you remember or not, you know, we didn't have any merchandise until what? Like, was it season two? Maybe a little bit before so, season two? I remember this. I worked at Think Geek. Everyone looking for a Baby Yoda t-shirt. Yeah, everybody. Hot Topic got them first. And it was like us sending people across the way to Hot Topic, where it's like, they've got the one, and they're like, oh, I don't like that one. He's scary looking, because it's concept art of him, and his eyes are kind of red. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just crazy that they got the t-shirt out first. Yeah, I bet you, like, people, um, like, Redbubble t-shirt companies, I bet you they made a killing, because there was no official merchandise Mm -hmm. until uh, close to season two. Yeah. Yeah, close to season two. And now he's on everything from lunchboxes to blankets to posters, like, you name it. Yeah. But... That wasn't the case. It wasn't. And uh, maybe it's because they didn't know if this shit was going to take off. It's true. Well, they wanted to keep him a secret as well. Yeah. 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 But you think they would have some stuff kind of in the back just to to roll out as soon as they could. Mm -hmm. But no, man. Yeah. It was... uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that, especially with a big franchise like Star Wars. Yeah. Where um, they didn't have that merch. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I tell you what, man. Like I said, home run home run from uh from Favreau. yeah i don't know if the rebellion would be televised um if it wasn't for johnny favs sure. so fuck off Filoni. <laughs> <laughs> it worked go back to your wolves <laughs> <laughs> but i will say with that disagreement to the side um it does seem like they they work well together mm-hmm. uh from what we can tell don't you yeah. agree oh yeah no they always seem happy and it, it it's cool because like 
Filoni's like the Star Wars encyclopedia, and John Favreau's like the storyteller. Yeah. So it's neat that they can cross-reference, basically, where it's like, hey, I want to do this. Well, this is how we could fit that into canon or into, you know, what exi- what, what we have kind of ex- already laid out, like yeah. that George left me with, basically. Yeah, I love hearing Filoni just geek out. Yes. Um, when they did the gallery mm-hmm. for Mandalorian Season 1. Yeah. Um, I miss that, by the way. They don't do that anymore, do they? Where they just sit down at a big table... And they all just bullshit. Yeah. Like, they don't do that like they did with uh, Mando Season 1. I don't even know if they did it with Season 2. No, they're doing those one things. The, like, what you... Just the gallery. Yeah, just the one episode. Yeah, dude, I just love listening to Filoni. Just geek out because... So I'm not a big Clone Wars fan. You know that. Yeah. Uh, Clone, uh, Filoni's Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, But that dude has some Star Wars knowledge. It's true. I could just listen to him talk all day. He has really interesting opinions, and that's what I... I think it's cool about very Dave thought out opinions. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like if you've if you've not heard Dave Filoni's uh, um, explanation of why it's called the Duel of Fates, go find that on YouTube. Fascinating. Never you, thought about it like that. What was he talking about during the gallery? Do you remember where it was just like it was so rich, and I'm like, dude, this fucking guy gets Star Wars. I don't remember what he was. Talking. Maybe that's what I'm talking about. Maybe it the, was with the whole like. That the Duel of Fates is actually about the the fight for Anakin's I think soul. It, I think it might have been. And it's like, bro, I've never thought about it like that and why it's called the Duel of Fates. Because that's one thing I don't like about it is it's three strangers fighting and you've got this epic music. And it's like, it just kind of falls flat for me. But he's like, no, it's called that because it's the duel for Anakin's soul. Whoever wins this fight is going to, the, the fate of the galaxy is in it. Yeah, it I think all... that might have been in the gallery. I think that's what yeah, I'm thinking Maybe about. that's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, track that down, guys. Like, if, like I'm just like, holy crap. Never thought about it like that. So just fascinating yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so I, I like what they're building together. Mm-hmm. Um, Boba Fett sucked. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think Boba Fett was uh, John Favreau's Iron Man 2. Uh, but for the most part, I like what their team you know, is bringing the uh, Favreau and Filoni. Hey, there's two I episodes. I like what they're bringing to Disney+. Plus. And there's two episodes of of Boba Fett that were pretty damn good. Right? We yeah, can agree on with, that. Uh, with uh, the, with the, the Mandalorian. With Mando? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do think they're doing something special, even yeah. with Boba Fett, um, you know, not making me happy. <laughs> yeah. Kind <laughs> you of know? misstepping. Yeah. I do like this, um, this Mando timeline, this, uh, post return timeline that they've been working on. And especially, and especially if their universe here, uh, their, their streaming universe is leading up to a big Thrawn battle. Yeah. Um, and, and bridges the sequel trilogy. I, I think that's exciting. Yeah. I think that's really cool, but I think that's probably a conversation for another time. Yeah. And I, I love the idea of it all building into a big movie. Yeah. And that's what gets us back into the theater. Yeah. No, I that, think that's, that's how you do it. Brilliant blueprint. Yes. Um, I don't know if that's what they're doing or not, yeah. but um, I think that's a, that's a good bet. Yeah. I think, but like I said, we could probably talk about that just for an hour mm-hmm. where we hope that Ahsoka and Mando and, and all these shows, you know, eventually go. Yeah. All right, so this article talks a little bit about Kenobi. Um, I'm going to skip that stuff. Are you cool with that? Yeah, that's fine. I think we're going to do an expectation leak episode. For another day. Yeah, for another day. (laughs) You do it better than I do. (laughs) I fucking suck at the uh, the Kenobi. (laughs) But yeah, I think we're going to do an expectation leak episode maybe next Thursday. Uh, Talk about, yeah, I think, uh, just talk about, you know, what we want from Kenobi because dude I'm excited yeah I was talking to a guy at work today and I was telling him about the leaks that you and I have discussed mm-hmm. and you know some of them we like 
some leaks are uh, we'll see what we'll see how it goes right yeah. but me just explaining kind of all of it yeah dude my hair was standing up dude yes. i was like man i can't wait makes sense yeah until yeah. next friday mm-hmm. so so we'll skip the kenobi talk and uh that was going to be this week's topic yeah but uh this article drops so yeah let's skip past kenobi let's break this article down by release so Andor comes out next after Kenobi. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a good place to start. Let's see. Andor is supposed to come out late summer. Um, hopefully we'll get a date during celebration. Maybe. What do you think? Late August? It says late yeah. summer. Yeah, because I was going to say we're going to have to get a, a Marvel show between now and then. So I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. 12 episodes is what I'm hearing. A lot. Yeah. I yeah. uh, don't know the length of those episodes yet. Yeah. Uh, not a lot of information, but uh, Diego Luna describes Andor as a refugee story with desperate people fleeing the Empire at the full force of its power. And then Tony Gilroy, uh, the show's creator, producer, writer, said, this guy gave his life for the galaxy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he consciously, soberly, without vanity or recognition, sacrificed himself. Who does that? He asks. That's what this first season is about. It's about him being really revolution-averse and cynical and lost and just kind of a mess. The story begins with the destruction of Andor's birth world, then follows him into adulthood when he realizes he can't run forever. His adopted home will become the base of our whole first season, and we watch the place become radicalized. Then we see another planet that's completely taken apart in a colonial kind of way. The Empire is expanding rapidly. They're wiping out anybody who's in their way. By journeys in, Andor's path will be to block theirs. So, Seth, what's your thoughts on Andor? This is a really exciting time in Star Wars. I mean, you've got Inquisitors running around. You've got D-Vader potentially there. You've got... I mean, I... I'll admit, I'm not the biggest fan of, uh, of Cassie and Andor, but... I mean, if this show isn't just following him, it's following different pieces of the Rebellion and things like that, I think that could be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And especially what you said, dude, this is like, this is a great time. This is uh, five years before the original trilogy. Yeah. All the big players are there. all the big players are there. Like, who did you mention? I was Inquisitors. Yeah. Vader. Palpatine, Thrawn, yeah, maybe? Thrawn could, yeah, could. Thrawn could show up. I don't, I don't remember the when rebels. He... All the rebels yes, could show up. I was, I don't know what exactly they're doing, and I don't remember when yeah. exactly Thrawn like goes into the future with Ezra. So potentially, but this is maybe five not. years before, you know, a new hope. You might as well say, yeah, and oh, yeah, so the no. rebels were in Rogue One. At least the ghost was. So, but this is five years before. So that. yeah. So we're fine. Yeah, they could be rebels there. could show up. Yeah, Tarkin, Boba Fett, dude. You anybody. could have Ahsoka. You could. I was gonna say they could all be there. Yeah, I think a lot of people are asleep on Andor. Mm-hmm. I think maybe next week at Celebration, we gotta get a trailer soon. We will. I think when that trailer drops, people are gonna be like, "We should be talking about this shit." Yeah, and the other thing too is Andor is a perfect thing also to throw some bounty hunters in there. Like, to get those yeah. guys from Empire that we haven't seen yet. You know, you get Zuckus for alum, IG-8, Dengar. Like, those guys are running around. Show us Bosk. Show them doing stuff. Cad Bane, that'd be another yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cad Bane. Have him come back. Sure. Yeah, that I was going to say, have him come back. You know what I always said um, with Boba Fett, bringing in Cad Bane, he only had probably, what, like 15 minutes of, like, total if screen that. time. If he that. showed up to uh, the, the end of the second to last episode. Yeah. And then maybe, you know... 10 minutes if that if that yeah you know solid screen time mm-hmm. and if you're gonna work on that design 
you know, you might as well use him in something else. And yeah, yeah throw him in Andor. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And you said, so you don't like Cassian? He's all right. He's all right. He's okay. fine. I like Cassian. Okay. I just, especially that first scene, um, I forget where we're at. When he shoots Rogue the guy. One, where he's, yeah, because, yeah. you know, like, um, I guess with Star Wars, a lot of the time, I thought of uh, everything just kind of, uh, you got good guys and bad guys. Yeah. You know, but he was, here comes this character in Rogue One who would do anything. Yeah. You know, to get some information. Mm -hmm. um, just so the rebels could win. So yeah. I thought that was interesting. Uh, but, I love Diego Luna. Okay. Have you ever listened to him talk about Star Wars and do interviews? Yeah, his action figures. And yeah, stuff. dude, yeah. guy geeks out, and that kind of rubs off on me because I'm a Star Wars fan, mm -hmm. and I'm like, dude, that's cool. So I'm rooting for Andor. I'm rooting for uh, Diego Luna. Yeah. Uh, just fingers, fingers crossed, it doesn't suck. Do you want some more K2SO? Yeah. So I heard something early on. I don't know if this has changed, but I heard that we're not getting K2 in the first season. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So they already greenlit season two. Yeah. And uh, so that, I mean, I guess that makes sense, right? So just throwing them together, season one. Yeah, Alan Tudyk joked around about that when, because I was at the last celebration and uh, he joked around because I went to a panel with him and he was like, I have footage of, uh, of uh, Andor and he has it up and it's just him with a, uh, with a stick. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's joking around. Yeah, but. And save something for season two, right? Yeah. I mean, I like, I like. K2 enough, yeah. not my favorite droid. Yeah. But for the people out there who like K2, yeah. You know, like, you know, maybe season one ends, you get a glimpse of K2. With him finding him. You know, or uh, just uh, you have some at least uh, anticipation mm -hmm. for a season two. Yeah. So I think that's cool. And Tony Gilroy is coming back as creator, writer, and producer. And See. I don't know if you remember. But supposedly Gareth Edwards just completely fucked up Rogue One. Mm -hmm. And Tony Gilroy is the guy that came in and fixed. Pieced it together. Yeah, pieced it together in the editing room. Yeah. And so now this is his baby. Okay. Yeah, so I'm, I'm very curious to see What's... what he does when once he's in control. Yeah, to see something that he's not Frankensteining back yeah. together. Okay. Yeah, so this is really interesting. And the yeah. article just breaks down a lot of Tony Gilroy talking about working on... Uh, on Andor, but yeah, I think uh, Rogue One is a pretty solid movie. I'd say it's up there, one of the best things that Lucasfilm has put out with under Disney. Yeah, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, I you'll disagree with me. I'd rather watch Solo over Rogue okay. One. Okay, so I'd rather yeah. watch Rogue One. Yeah, but I think so. I think Force Awakens is amazing if you take away all the bullshit that we know. Yes. You know, because yeah. Force Awakens asked a lot of interesting questions. Yes. Yeah. Just not a lot of interesting right answers. You. Yeah, so I think I'd go Force and then probably Rogue One. And i go Force and I'd go Solo. Would you say that Rogue One has probably the best space battle? Yes. I love that battle. Yeah. I will say, I like the look of Rogue One a lot. Like, I like how dirty it is. Yeah. I like how, yeah, yeah that, like, just like that, how oppressive the Empire seems. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that they're saying sounds awesome. Yeah. To me. You yeah. know, and especially when you think about that timeline. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they're bringing Tony Gilroy back as creator, writer, and producer. Mm -hmm. I think that's a big plus here. All right. So moving on, not much about Mando season three. Um, it, it comes out after Andor. Yeah. Uh, the article says season three of The Mandalorian drops in late 2022 or early 2023. Gun to your dick, man. What are you thinking? 2023 yeah yes there's too many marvel shows you don't think they'll make it out for the holidays no i just don't think so what do you think i was gonna say yes but you know we already got boba this year yeah 
We're getting Kenobi next weekend. Well, we got Boba into this year. Into this year. Yeah, because it started. Yeah. So we, we did were... have Star Wars content yes. this year, though, yep. with, with Boba, yeah. Kenobi, and then Andor. Mm-hmm. Maybe they will push it back. Maybe yeah. Mando, they start off, you know, 2023 with Mando. So I guess uh, if I was a suit, already having three Star Wars projects out there and Bad Batch. Yeah. You know, you have a lot of Star Wars. I don't think there's much coming out next year, right? You have Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. If they can get that out. If they can get that out. And that's the only thing filming right now. Yeah. So I think I would probably, I think the smart move would be to push, you know, Mando's already been pushed back a little bit anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'd probably put it out maybe uh, New Year's. Yeah. That's what Cobra Kai does, dude. And everyone's glued on New Year's Day watching Cobra Kai. Mm -hmm. I think the last two years Cobra Kai has done that. That model's worked well for them. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to disagree with you on that, but I'm going to say early 2023. Yeah. I'm going to be... Maybe a glass uh, half empty on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Not have faith. I think that it will. Uh, I think it'll be next year. Yeah, I yeah. think you might be right. Mm-hmm. All right, Ahsoka. Um, Ahsoka will release in twenty twenty three. Again, something we already knew. It's filming right now, so I don't see any problem with them getting it out. You know, uh, summer. Yeah. About this time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, maybe early spring, summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Filoni says that Ahsoka is a continuous story as opposed to being. Little singular adventures, saying that he wants to emphasize the relationship that fans have with her. So, what do you think? This sounds like multiple seasons. Yeah. Continuous story. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. What do you think about that? I think, I mean, that makes sense, right? Especially if you're bringing in, if you're leading up to, it just depends, because we don't know the story, right, to Ahsoka. We know a little bit. Yeah. Because at the end of Rebels, she's tasked with going off and... You know, finding Ezra. Yeah. You know, Thrawn plays into that. Yeah. And so that might help build to that big movie or that big, uh, you know, that big streaming show that we want. Whatever that is. Whatever that looks like. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I just, my whole thing is, is like, it's like Mandalorian, where it's like, you know, the first three episodes of Mandalorian are really good, and then of the first season... And then the last two are really good because that's all one through line yeah. story. Can you keep the story interesting? That so that's long? the thing. Yeah, yeah that's on what, what that I'm worried about. Is. Yeah, yeah. I say as long as, if you have story yeah. for a season two, then do a season two. Yeah. And I just hope it doesn't get some kind of special treatment because uh, you know Ahsoka is Filoni's girl. I I can't handle it. Yeah, like, I just think it's dumb that she's present for everything major in Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, that is because. Weird. She's Filoni's girl. I will tell you what, though. I do like her more than I did. I think that's because of Rosario Dawson. Because yeah. you know I hated um, just the idea of Ahsoka yeah. in the Clone Wars. And I don't know. I just found her kind of annoying. Yeah. But, you know, uh, when they cast Rosario Dawson, uh, you know, like when she shows up in Mando, mm-hmm. she just rocked it. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I I like this. I yeah. dig this. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very interested to see where they go. Uh, do you remember last year, we actually did an episode on it, when Rosario Dawson uh, shared an image on her Instagram that said that uh, Mina Massad and Lars Mikkelsen were cast. Yeah. Do you remember that? And yeah. then she said something, I forget exactly what she said on her Instagram, but it's something about Sky Guy. And Snips. And Hayden. Yeah. 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 Do you think next week we will finally get that official announcement? Because that just disappeared off of her Instagram. Yeah. You know, you yeah. know, she got that call. Yeah. You know, uh, Miss Dawson, uh, 
take that shit down, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do you think we'll get that official, that, that casting announcement at Celebration? I think so, because they need information. They, they need, need something. To, yes, they need yeah. to have stuff out there in the ether. And they've been filming for a couple weeks now. They may even get a little stinger or something yeah. like that, a little trailer. But yeah, no, I, I mean, Thrawn's coming. I can't He's wait coming. to see what Thrawn looks like. Yeah. You know, in live action, bringing mm. in Lars. Because, you know, Lars has the voice. Yeah. And I think they're going to be able to pull off his look. Yeah. But not the first pick I would have chose for, like, you know, aesthetically. Yeah. But he has the voice. Yeah. Very, very interested to see what they cooked up with Thrawn. Hopefully it's better than the Grand Inquisitor. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Dude, I'm hoping the Grand Inquisitor looks better in Kenobi. Because that trailer... <laughs> Man, I, I think the only official casting we have is um, what's her name, um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, that's the only official casting that we have. Mm-hmm. Well, the one guy, there was somebody else too. Well, like big name. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, um, our listeners, Amina Massad mm-hmm. is Aladdin. Yeah, and I think that guy has a a good look for an Ezra Ezra Bridger. I was gonna say he looks an awful lot like he could be Ezra Bridger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think that was um on accident. Her yeah. uh you know, she knew. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Time will tell if if Mina Massad and, and Lars get cast in this. Yeah. And it makes sense too to bring in Hayden yeah. flashback or, you know, mentoring yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah. You know, so Force Ghost. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about uh Mary Elizabeth Winstead? I I don't know who do you think I don't have any idea who she could. So play. I I don't know. Okay, I yeah. haven't heard anything. Yeah, because you usually hear what I hear. Yeah, because we bullshit all the time. Yeah, I think she has the look for Hera. Oh, interesting. What do you think? And again, I haven't heard anything. It's tight and, lips over there, and that makes sense though. Yeah. But you know what? She could be a badass villain. Yes. You know, or if they wanted to bring um, uh, another canon character in, or uh, not canon. Like a EU candidate. Yeah, EU. Yeah. Um, extended Universe character. They could bring in uh, Mara Jade. Give her red hair. I now, mean, I don't, that's not my first choice. I know. I know. And I, I, you and I want that so bad, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. That's the only thing. And watch her beat Mara Jade. <laughs> like they bring Mara Jade into canon just to have her get bodied by Ahsoka. Yeah. But yeah. They, no, I would prefer Hera. Yeah. I'm very yeah. curious to see who her character is because I think she has... Uh, the physicality mm-hmm. to, to do anything. I think she could be a great villain. I think she could be um, a great hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, my money right now is on Hera. Yeah. Is that what you would say, gun to your dick? Yes, I agree. And I, I think, too, that I... Although, seeing her be something bad enough that she that's keeping her distracted from, like, hey, I can't train Grogu. I'm too busy doing this other thing. Well, I want to see what that other thing is. Because you would think Mando's got Gideon. Oh, she'll probably have Thrawn, or she could have some yeah, other. Yeah, because I'm thinking the big he's the villain o- is yeah. Thrawn. Okay, and I'm thinking that like I thought they would introduce another officer or something like that in Boba Fett. And they, yeah, there would be three basically, the three and then the, yeah. the one above them. She but. could be. I'm trying to think this through. She because um, do they have Inquisitors at this at, at this time? They're all gone now. Are they all gone? Yes. Well, I mean, I guess not. They could still be out there. They could be out yeah. there, but I mean, there was only. Like, there's like a handful of them. And yeah. most of them have been accounted for. She in could be death. a hand. She could You know, be. of Thrawn. Yes. You know, which was what Mara Jade was. Hand of the Emperor. Yeah, Hand of the Emperor. But yeah. she could be the Hand of Thrawn. Yes. You know? Yeah. So there's a lot of things that, uh, a lot of characters she could be. Yeah. And uh, real quick, I want to hit on something. Uh, there's a fun bit in this article 
about uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who just had a kid together. Did you know that? I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ewan McGregor said, My partner, Mary, is doing that Star Wars series with Rosario. Our little boy has been born into this massive Star Wars family, says McGregor. He will either embrace it or really go the other way. I don't know. Maybe he'll be a Trekkie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I thought I'd yeah. share that little yeah. bit from that article. But yeah, maybe he'll grow up to be uh, Kirk in a like a reboot of Star Trek in like 2050. <laughs> maybe that would be Tarantino's Star Trek. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tarantino will be, like, be like 80. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe yeah. his last movie. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, next up, The Acolyte. The Acolyte is setting up the Phantom Menace and prequel era. Uh, what do you think? Acolyte early 2024? At this point, It's yeah. not filming. Yeah. I'm going to take a guess and say Mando next year, Ahsoka, uh, maybe something else because you hopefully have three projects, you know, next year for Star Wars. So you need something for 2024. Yeah. Acolyte. Maybe the John Watts series in 2024 with yeah. the Acolyte. And then Mando season four, yeah. maybe. At some point, we'll get another season of Visions, they said. Yeah. 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 So we haven't heard anything about the Acolyte for, what, at least a year? Since it's been announced. Yeah. The logo. Yeah. I was wondering if this was still happening. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if this was uh, one of those things that, yeah, it was just kind of like, you know, falling off the radar. Just goes off. Like Ryan Johnson. Yeah. You know, we, we have some information about that. But mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe this is just something that they... One of those things that they just talked about, mm. and then, you know, nothing, and yeah. we forgot about it. Yeah. But, nope, it's it's still happening. Yeah. So, this is written by uh, Russian Dolls' Leslie Hedlund, who also serves as the showrunner. Um, it takes place 100 years before the prequels. Again, a lot of stuff we already knew. Hedlund says that the series will lead up to the prequel era. She said, my question when watching The Phantom Menace was always like, well, how do things get to this point? How did we get to a point where a Sith Lord can infiltrate the Senate and none of the Jedi pick up on it? Like, what went wrong? What are the scenarios that led us to this moment? And then it says the Acolyte is described by Hedlund as a mystery thriller set in a prosperous and seemingly peaceful era uh, when the galaxy is still sleek and glistening. She says that the Jedi of this era... She says that the Jedi of this era will be more Renaissance-like with more polished and prestigious golden white uniforms due to a lack of getting into skirmishes. And then uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, there are certainly reflections of things that people are going to recognize and it will have connectivity in Star Wars. So a lot there to chew on. What are you thinking? Uh, Yoda's there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause he's what? He's only, he, how old was he when he died? Nine, 900. 900? Yeah. So you're seven hundred ish. Yeah. Maybe bordering 800? Yeah. Yeah. So he's uh, about... He's almost Phantom Menace Yoda. It's not uh, It's not affecting him yeah. that much. Yeah. So Yoda's there. I mean, Mace isn't going to be there, but like a couple other... couple. I think we'll recognize some faces. I'm sure that's that connective tissue. Some you, aliens have a, you know, long, long lifespan. Yes. Yes. And I'm sure that if you're on the Jedi Council, I'm sure that's helpful is if you have a long lifespan. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we'll see uh, Yodel. Yaddle. Yaddle? Yes. Yoda. <laughs> Yaddle. I, uh, do you think uh, um, Plagueis? Do you think Plagueis is going to be the villain? I doubt it. But I hope so. That'd be interesting. Because <laughs> then you'd have to see Palpatine, right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't answered that yet. Yeah. 
Interesting. But just having those building blocks, maybe Acolyte introduces Plagueis. Yeah. You know, a hundred years before Phantom Menace. Yeah. And then maybe we get another show. Maybe we get a show just called Palpatine. Yeah. With a with a young Palpatine. But would you want that? Depending. Just yeah. get that one guy who played uh, the clone of Palpatine in Rise of Skywalker. Because we saw that real quick image. Was it in Rise that they were doing the backstory? Yeah. It's just a real quick shot. Yeah. But, but that was a... Um, it was his uh, the first clone yeah. of Palpatine who yeah. you know ran away and had Rey. Yeah. Just cast him. Yeah. Some cool connectivity there. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I need a Palpatine backstory. That's the whole thing. It's like with don't... emphasis on Plagueis, I would be cool with. Yeah. That I mean, if Palpatine's there, that's fine. But I don't want you know. Don't you don't have to show me everything. Yeah. That's I think that that's something really important that I want people to remember about Star Wars is don't show me everything. Yeah. Leave some of it in mystery. Well, and I think too, if you do make Plagueis the villain here. Yeah. You know, you make him a a really rich and interesting character. And if we don't get a series with Palpatine, and that's all we get is this one season or maybe a few seasons of Acolyte and Darth Plagueis, yeah. when you do get that, you know, have you heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise, you yeah. know, if he's a badass character, you know, that does have a little bit more meaning. Yeah, you know, a little so more you, weight yeah. to it. So you really don't have to have Palpatine unless that's an interesting story that they want to do later. Mm-hmm. But, man, I tell you what, especially with her saying, what did it say? Um, having, uh, yeah, Kennedy said... There are certainly reflections of things that people are going to recognize, and it will have connectivity in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Plagueis, maybe, yeah. um, as you mentioned, Yoda. Yoda. That makes sense. Other members of the Jedi Council. Yeah. yeah. So, what are you? Are you excited for this? More now, I, I would say, because I thought that it was just going to be a uh, an adventure in the High Republic era, basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that it's just kind of oh, they're doing our own thing. Like, no, I want it to have at least some sort of connective tissue to other stuff yeah and yeah. i like that question they asked i like you know how did they get to a point yeah where the sith infiltrated yeah. you know did they get lazy did they get arrogant i i think that too that like i guess i always just taken that with like yoda's line about you know the the shroud of the dark side covers all yeah he says that and I, so i just assumed that it was palpatine and all of his sith sorcery or whatever could really mask himself yeah but i agree i think that the the arrogance got us there yeah because that's the whole thing about jedi is like they may not be greedy but i think they are arrogant to a degree and it's going to be different yeah. too because we're used to jedis running off and fighting battles and mm-hmm. and this sounds like they're more pristine and they yeah. haven't they, they haven't been into battles and they're yeah. just sitting around yeah. you know jerking each other off and you that. know talking about Jedi politics. Yeah. You well, know? I was going to say, Obi-Wan was the first Jedi to kill a Sith for how many years? Yeah, right? So, yeah, that, that's the whole uh, that's the whole thing. Maybe we'll we'll get that. We'll get the last time a, uh, a Sith was killed by a Jedi. Yeah. I'm all about this. And this is the first show outside of the Mandoverse, which is something I want. I love that post-return timeline, but, mm-hmm. you know, we've had this conversation before. I think we disagree a little bit here, but I want to explore more. Like, I want to get out there. But it seems like there's so much happening with Ahsoka and Mando, and, again, I'm cool with that. But you know how bad I want Knights of Republic and yeah. the Acolyte here 100 years before. I think there's uh, room to play. How about this? That Like, I was going to say, we're still playing around the Galactic Civil War. Yes, I agree with you. It'd be cool to see other stuff because, like, Kenobi and Andor, yes, that they aren't post-Jedi, but, like, they're pre, uh, pre-A pre New Hope. And it's not that much different. You yeah. know what I mean? Yes. So, but I agree with you. It would be cool to especially see something that's very inspired by the prequels rather than uh, something that, that is uh, 
inspired by the original trilogy. Uh, do you think it's going to be dark for Star Wars? Well, I mean, you, when you hear political thriller, isn't that what she said? Yeah. In the, yeah, I was going to say that 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 right there has to be. Like, I think Winter Soldier, which is not like a happy, uh, um, not a happy MCU movie. It's kind of a yeah. bleak MCU movie. So I think the bleak will be what this is, where it's like, oh my gosh, are we going to win this? Yeah, and because I, yeah. I don't need like I don't want rated R. I don't yeah. need rated R for a Star Wars movie, but yeah. like ride that line a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I've always said, and you probably remember me saying this, but. You know, I want something before the prequels. And I always thought it was going to be like Knights of the Republic. Mm-hmm. I want something before the prequels that is so dark and like riding that line oh, yeah. so that when you do watch Phantom Menace and you get a little bit of a goofy Jar Jar. It's a better time. It's kind of a, like a palate cleanser. Yeah. And maybe it won't play as goofy because you're like, fuck. That acolyte was some dark shit. Dark place is <laughs> scary. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then especially if we do get, and you know at some point, I don't know if it's going to be a TV or a movie, we are going to get Knights Old Republic. Yeah. So then you just get all of this darkness, right? Yeah. Darth Bane, Darth Revan, the acolyte, and then it's like, you know, I'm kind of ready for, you know, Jar Jar to step in shit. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, no, I'm really looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. But, um... All right, so let's jump into something we uh, haven't heard much about at all. Actually, I think this is the first time we've heard about it. Spider-Man director John Watts is making a Star Wars series. The show is said to take place during the post-return of the Jedi's reconstruction that follows the fall of the Empire back to... (laughs) That era. That era. Uh, Watts and writer Chris Ford are the creators and writers for the series, which is currently looking to cast four children around 11 to 12 years old for key roles that liken the show to a galactic version of classic Amblin coming-of-age adventure films of the 80s. Did I call this or what? Not this, but John Watts... You thought he was going to go do something, rather. He wasn't taking a break, like they said. I said he was going to do... I'll give you that. I said he was going to do Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie. Yeah. Not, doing, not doing Kevin Feige's Star Wars doing movie. Doing Steven Spielberg's Star Wars yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought it was interesting, though, when uh, they kicked him out of Fantastic Four. Yeah. And there was that big thing. I'm like, you know, he's been talking this up for years. He just made, you know, uh, No Way Home. Yeah. Grossed, you know, ton fucks of money. Yeah. And now you're telling him he can't do Fantastic Four? I was like, no. Nah. And he's a company man. Mm-hmm. Company man with flavor. It just makes sense that, you know, He's going to do something. He's not going to just like, you know, give somebody fantastic for it. It's like, you know, if you want to take a break, go play in a different sandbox. Yeah. Go play in that Star Wars sandbox. Mm-hmm. I was super psyched to hear that he got this. I like the idea of an Amblin, you know, inspired Star Wars. Stranger Spielberg Things. Spielberg should be directing this, but he should be. But... Star Wars meets Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah. No, that's kind of what's in my brain. So when yeah. you describe this, or when I read this, I'm thinking Star Wars Stranger Things. Yeah. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. I mean, we know E.T.'s in Star Wars, so maybe it's about that. Yeah, I have right. no idea. Dude, I have no fucking idea <laughs> yeah. what this is about. Is it going to be just like, you know, Adventure of the Week? Yeah. Is it going to build up to something? Because here's something I am worried about. And it's they're adding some really interesting and rich characters in this Mando, you know, timeline here. In this Mando era. But none of the motherfuckers show up in... Uh, you know, oh, the later. sequel trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so 
I don't know. That's kind of weird. Yeah. Especially the ending of Rise of Skywalker, where you hear all those voices. Those voices. Yeah. And I have a feeling if they keep on building, you're gonna be like, "Where the fuck was that voice?" Because that <laughs> character was, you know, that character was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. But I am on board with this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I'm with you. I want to tell different stories in the Star Wars universe. I don't need the same thing over and over again. And we know stuff with like young adults does work. So I think this is a perfect blend with, uh, uh, um, I think this is a perfect blending of the genres. Yeah. If that makes sense of the young adult, like, uh, coming of age. I mean, Luke Skywalker was coming of age. So I think that he's just, these guys are just gonna be younger basically. Yeah. And yeah. you know, John Watts has worked with a younger cast, you yeah. know, not this young, Yeah. but with a younger cast with Spider-Man. Yes. I think that, uh, he's probably a, a great pick. Mm-hmm. To, to take on this project. Yeah. Can you imagine, though, choosing between a Marvel movie? Say they didn't kick him out of Fantastic Four. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to do? Fantastic Four. Or do you want to do a season of Star Wars? That's tough. Because, like, Can you the, imagine? Because here's the whole thing. is like, yeah, the Fantastic Four are cool and all, but, like, think about all the stuff that comes with the Fantastic Four. I know. You get Doctor Doom. You get Silver Surfer. You get Galactus. You get scrolls. Like, you get all kinds of neat shit. Yeah. You know what, though? What? That's all awesome. Yeah. Okay, that's all awesome. Yeah. But this is probably the safer bet, right? Because you don't have to to do the Marvel shit. No. You know, you don't have to stick to their storyline. Yeah. You know, uh, with this, I'm sure he's free to to come up with new characters. To play. You know, new story. Yeah, to play in that sandbox. Mm-hmm. He's going to be able to play more here. Oh, definitely. And put his own stamp more here than he would on a Fantastic Four movie. Yeah, because let's be honest, they need to do Fantastic Four right. Yeah. They have to nail it. And they got to stick to certain beats. And they do. And, you know, he's been a team player for Marvel. Yeah. But I bet you this was like, hey, man, you did us good. Yeah. Go play. Yeah, go have some fun. What the fuck do you want to (laughs) do? You know? And with something like this, there's not a lot of uh, expectations. Mm Mm-mm. You know, so I bet he can just bring a lot of stuff to the table and be like, you know, I want to do this. Yeah. All right, man. I want to do Ewok Adventure 3. Dude, fuck. Yeah, know? do yeah. it. I want an Ewok with an eye patch. You've always wanted an Ewok with an eye patch. <laughs> yeah. Riding a crate dragon. Yeah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> You're on a planet that has both. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, exactly. So I think he has, you know, uh, more room to play, you know, in Star Wars. Yeah. But, uh,. I don't know, with him dropping out, kind of a side note here, with him dropping out of Fantastic Four, still kind of Star Wars related, there's a rumor going around that, you know, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's been directing a lot of uh, Mando, does she do any for Boba Fett? No. I don't think so, yeah. There's a rumor that she... No, she did the good episode. Did she? Oh, Oh, yes, she she did. did. No, yes. Yes, she did. She did the good episode of Boba Fett. The best episode of Boba Fett. Yes. It had nothing to do with Boba Fett. And arguably the best episode of all of it, in my opinion, of Disney Star Wars. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Mm -hmm. So there's a rumor that she is actually, because we've said, you know, give her a Star Wars movie. Give her a series. There's a rumor that she's actually going to be directing Fantastic Four. Did you want her more than Krasinski? No, so I want John Krasinski <laughs> to come in. Yeah. And when I was telling you that John Watts, the reason he was leaving, yeah. was because, you know... No, I said that. What'd you say? I said that they got they booted Watts so Krasinski could get in. That yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, so, yeah, and I yeah. agreed with that. Yeah. And I said, they booted uh, Watts and said, hey, we'll give you Star Wars if you politely move. Yeah. 
and let Krasinski come in. Yeah. I hope Krasinski comes in. Yeah. That just seems like a great deal, right? Yeah. You get him to star as Mr. Fantastic. Maybe he brings his wife, Emily Blunt. He directs Fantastic Four. Yeah. Um, that's what I want. Yeah. But, you know, if you tell me that can't happen, I don't mind the idea of Bryce Dallas Howard coming in and directing Fantastic Four. She does really good work. Yeah. I've been impressed so, so yeah. far. Yeah. Yeah. Good choice. Mm-hmm. I think she deserves a big movie. Yeah. Um, I would love for her to direct a season of Solo or a solo movie for Disney Plus. Yes. With her dad. Yes. Ron Howard. Yes. That yeah. would be fucking awesome. Nice blending or the Lando show. Yeah. No, that'd yes. be great. And bring the solo characters yep. back for a Lando I show. I agree. Yes. All right. So that's the shows. Um, let me ask you a question. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What show are you looking forward to the most besides Kenobi? Because I know your number one show is going to be Kenobi. That's mine. Yeah. It would be Mando season three. Mando season three? Yes. What are you least excited for? I guess since I know nothing about it, that John Watts series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, Just because I know so little about it. Because like, and or I can hang my hat on something. The Acolyte, I have enough to hang my hat on it. I don't know enough. Like, I've got... Maybe it's like Stranger Things and it's like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Cool, no, I'm feel, I'm cool in concept, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say, and, probably least excited for Ahsoka. Okay. But show me a trailer, show me Thrawn, yeah. you know, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as uh, Hera, and I'm yeah. like, you know, that's like my number two now. <laughs> the thing about Ahsoka, she's like what I said about a Fantastic Four, is Ahsoka's all right, but the things that come with Ahsoka yeah, exactly. are really, really cool. Really cool. Yes. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. And I'm excited for Mando 3, but it's not my most anticipated. You know, I hate to say it, like, I'm freaking in love with Din yeah, Djarin, right. and yeah. I'm freaking in love with baby Grogu. So I'm like, just, just keep giving me that, that I'm always going to be excited. I'm a sucker for that outfit. I'm a sucker for everything that they keep giving yeah. me. He, I mean, he, let's be honest, he, st- he walked in and stole the show from Boba yeah. Fett. Yeah. That, and he came out seeming even cooler. So, yeah. yeah. And then Andor's going to surprise the shit out of us, I think. Oh, I'm sure. I think. It will, yeah. You know, I'm going to say my least is probably, you know, I'm going to change that. I'm going to go with the John Watts series, too. Because, yeah, like you said, we don't know much about it. You know, hell, it doesn't even have a title. Right now it's called Grammar Rodeo. Yeah. Is what it's called. Hmm. You know, so we don't know much about it except for Star Wars, Stranger Things. Um, I'm going to go with Acolyte, though. Okay. I am so interested in this, man. New era, new characters. We talked about it. Maybe Yoda, maybe Plagueis, yeah. um, dark side shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go acolyte. Okay. So I asked that same question to Videoland. Okay. And they said, "Let's see. We had a total of 524 votes. Okay. People like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 524 votes. Maybe they are the Star Wars. My." personal favorite the one that i'm looking forward to got the least amount of votes oh okay 18 votes oh for the acolyte (laughs) okay (laughs) out of a total of 524 yeah 38 votes for andor you motherfuckers are asleep on andor (laughs) i'm telling you yeah the poll's gonna change next week when we get a trailer for Andor. okay okay 176 votes for ahsoka people love her and the winner coming in at 237 votes, Mando season three. No, you know what you know. I mean, you, you know what you're going to get. So let me get this right, John. 
You want Baby Yoda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, we'll give you Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Johnny Favs. Yeah. We got 237 votes for Mando Season 3. And uh, here's some comments real quick. Um, Al Patrickson, which is just Alicio in disguise. Oh. Uh, and give thought some you were clever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And give some commentary here if you want. But uh, uh, he said Ahsoka. I'm really excited for it as a fan of the Clone Wars animated series, which I think is Star Wars at its best and at its peak. Have you seen the original trilogy? <laughs> I was going to say Al. <laughs> um, <sighs> Clone Wars can be really good. But it can also be really, really crappy. And it's like every every five episodes is awesome. Every two yep. arcs is awesome. Yep. And I'll admit, I agree with you. When da- and Rebels is the exact same way. That like when Dave Filoni's got it, he's got it. But guess what? You got to sift through a lot of crap to get to those moments yep. that are really, really awesome. Nope, I I'm right there with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Actually, I think uh, hot take. Yeah, my hot take, if you want to talk Clone Wars, uh, Jindy Tartakovsky, however yeah. you say his name. Yeah, Gindy. Um, Gindy. Yeah. That dude made some superior Clone Wars shit. Yeah. If you want to impress me, dude, say that you're bringing him back yeah. to do some Clone Wars stuff, or he's doing another show yeah. within Star Wars. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Tim Platt said, Acolyte, Star Wars needs more Sith. Kevin DeGrace said, Acolyte and Andor interest me a lot. Ahsoka as well. I'm on season five of Clone Wars and her character is starting to grow on me. Scott said, nothing really because the fan base is so toxic. <laughs> hey, Scott, you're not wrong. You're the, not wrong. I mean, unfortunately, the, the the problem's never the thing. It's the people that like the thing. Yeah. That's that's Welcome to geek culture, yeah, unfortunately. I think that's geek culture just it in is. general. So it Scott, is. pick one and love the shit out of it. Yeah. Randall Harris said, give me all of it. Put it inside of me. No, he didn't say that. Um, give me all of it. When you said give, uh, put it inside <laughs> of me, I was going to be like, sounds just like you, Brad. Yeah, no, I want, yeah. Give me all of it. Put it inside of me. That's yeah. what I say. Uh, Tristan Mayer said, the only other show on here I expect to be good is Andor. I'm telling you guys, people are asleep on Andor. Yeah. Um, live action Star Wars TV has tanked. Boba Fett wasn't that good, but I think you still have two great episodes, arguably the best episode, I think, of The Mandalorian within Boba Fett. Yeah. And Mando season one and season two is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Well. Check check yourself. Check yourself, Tristan. Uh, Jason Rasmussen said, none of the above. Shame, shame, shame. What do you want, buddy? Yeah. (laughs) Some people are just hard to please. I was going to say, can't please everybody. Yep. Joshua Randolph said, Andor 100%. I have super high hopes. And then, like I said, man, people are asleep on Andor, dude. Mm-hmm. I've said that like five times. Watch, it just, watch it just fucking suck. Exactly. Let's see. Carlos He's said, Kill him. Star Wars Holiday Special 2. Oh. Hey, I can see that happening, dude. Very bold. This year we're getting Guardians yeah. holiday special. Some sort of Star Wars Christmas special yeah. again. Yeah. I could see that. I mean, they tried it with Lego last year. Yeah, it fucking sucked. Yeah. Let's see. Connor Hall said, all of them. Okay. All right, Connor. I'm right there with you. Yeah. So there was, uh, there was some more, but that's just a few of the comments yeah. from Videoland. All right, back to the article. 
Uh, let's talk about a very interesting quote um, that some Star Wars fans went crazy about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy said, Star Wars won't recast legacy characters like with Han Solo. Kennedy says that they have learned their lesson about recasting legacy actors, saying there should be moments along the way when you learn things. You got that right. Now it does seem so abundantly clear that we can't do that. What's your thoughts on that? Hey, Kathleen Kennedy. Alden Ehrenreich isn't the problem with Solo. Yeah, no shit. Your problem with Solo is firing your directors more than halfway through it. Yeah. And then well, and not, asking, not a, a, asking someone all new to repiece it back together. Yeah. You gotta yeah. piss on her just to give her a clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Piss on Kathleen Kennedy is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I don't piss even... on her. Have you ever heard that? I think that's like a thing. Right? Is that, that a that, thing? That's a, like a... Never heard that before. I got ever. a piss on you to give you a clue. Could've... I think that's in a movie. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. Fuck it. But <laughs> <laughs> it just popped into my head. Yeah. Put piss on you to, to give me a clue in your okay. phone. See if that's a thing. I think it's a thing. It's from a movie. I know it is. <laughs> Why are you looking that up? Now, I will say first off, guy, I remember when they announced Solo... And I was like, what a stupid fucking idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how are you going to do a young Han Solo movie without Harrison Ford? You know, like Harrison Ford is fucking Han Solo. Yeah. Do you find anything yet? No. There's a Dave <laughs> Chappelle thing where he's making fun of R. Kelly. That is huh. it. I have piss on you to give you a clue. Yeah. Yeah, I put it in quotes even. Nothing? Oh. Him. This is from Mama Bazoom in Showgirls. Showgirls? Showgirls. Did so, I just drop a Showgirls Kenyarita Bazoom. Honey, you could never handle me with all these wrinkles of fat. Why you never find the th- Why you'd never find the thing. I'd have to piss on you to give you a clue. <laughs> oh, what a... What a... What a fucking deep, uh, deep cut. What the fuck, Brad? Showgirls. Damn. <laughs> Shit sticks with you, doesn't it? I guess so. I've never seen Showgirls. <laughs> Man, we should pop that up on the big screen. I guess so. Sheesh. Yeah, but anyway, when they first announced Solo, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You know, but with that to the side, like you said, this quote is stupid. I agree. Yeah, especially, dude. It's so like pushing the blame. Yeah. That's what it, it is. is. That's It's disgusting. It is. I agree. The movie had a lot of problems. It's true. You know, the director, I mean... But would you say he's the problem? You don't know. He's not Harrison Ford, but, you know, fuck. Try to get anybody to play that part. It's true. And I thought he did an okay job, you know, for... What they gave The him? fucking hell of that production. Yeah. You know, but... Uh, and also to say that they're never going to do... what they say? We won't recast legacy characters. This article comes out... When they're promoting Kenobi, Ewan McGregor yeah. was a recast. Kind of. I mean, Alex Guinness? Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly it's exactly what they did with Solo. Yeah. You had Alex Guinness. Yeah. And then they got a younger actor. Yeah. Ewan McGregor yeah. to come in and play Obi. Yeah. Tamira Morrison was a recast. That's a little different, you know, because you know it was uh, underneath. He's always yeah. You know, but you had Tamira Morrison. Uh, Hayden was recast. Yeah. You know, so, but especially Ewan McGregor. Yeah. 
when it comes out next Friday, you're yeah. going to drop this article saying, you know, we'll never it's, a, do that. it's a bad idea to yeah. recast legacy characters, yeah. you know? Yeah. I don't know. I think the problem was, I think the problem was too, is they wanted him to be Harrison Ford. Yeah. They wanted him to be Han Solo. And when you're going back, you know, and you're doing a younger character, I have changed so much in the last 20 years. Yeah. So look at it even like that. Like you change every year a little bit. So that's silly to think that like Harrison Ford in his early, or Han Solo in his early 20s would already be Harrison Ford. Yeah. Him. yeah. He wouldn't have that he's, chip on his shoulder. He's got to learn. Yeah. He's got to yeah. learn all that shit. Yeah. You know? I don't get that quote, man. It's like, just, just trying to shift the blame from her. So does that mean no Lando series? No, you know, solo series? Are they going to get back into bed with Alden Ehrenreich and, and Donald Glover? I don't know. I mean, and then with the use of, like, the, the deepfake stuff, I mean, they don't ever have to. They could just make anybody forever young. Yeah. Yeah. I think, solo I think that's would more... never be made today. No. With that deep fake, man. Because, I mean, Luke looks so good. He looks pretty damn good. Boba Fett. Yes. That yeah. uncanny valley is slowly slipping away. Uh, tell me if you've heard this. Alessio told me that Donald Glover was on a talk show just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he was saying he's coming back to play Lando. So I didn't fact check that. I have no idea yeah. if that's legit. I, d- I don't know about that either. But I think that we would have heard that it would have not yeah. been. If yeah. you don't hear something next week. At celebration, dead in the water. It's dead because yeah. their roadmap is full. In a second, we're going to talk about the roadmap. I don't know where you fit Lando yeah. or a solo series. You know, with this current lineup, building towards whatever they're building towards with the Mandoverse. Yeah. You know, you just well, we're going to go back to give you a series about Lando. Well, but I mean, you got the acolyte sprinkled in there too. Yeah. And yeah. don't get me wrong, I really want to see Donald Glover come back, and yeah. I would love to see Alden Ehrenreich come back. It's already out there. Because, yeah. I mean, like, Solo would still take place in that early where Kenobi and Andor would be. So yeah. you could still hide it in there within those movies. Yeah, but then with their lineup, I guess I'm also... Don't get I'm hung think- up on the lineup. Well, so, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about just, um, you can only have so many projects a year. It's true. And they're getting packed. So when, when does that even come out then? Like 2025? I don't know if it hasn't we've, even started yet. We've joked on the phone that if you don't do a Lando series or a solo series soon or a movie. They age out of it. So I don't know, man. I say you green light that shit tomorrow. You bring in Bryce Dallas Howard. You give us a, a Lando slash solo series movie. I don't give a shit what you do. But I think we need to, in there. I think we need to revisit that. Yes. You know? Yeah. Um, I Make think that, that movie better. Yeah, and there's even a hashtag, you know. I don't I forget what it's called, but it's like make solo two happen. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not, you know, I uh, too clever. I, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I retweeted it when it was when it was uh, trending. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. bring them back. And so anyway, I just thought this quote was so BS. Yeah. You know, Alden wasn't the problem. And mm-hmm. if you're never going to recast legacy characters, I mean, dude, Ewan McGregor, I think is a phenomenal Kenobi. Yeah. And with her logic right now, we would never have had, you know, Ewan McGregor's Kenobi. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's pretty janky. She also went on to say some shit about uh, Indiana Jones, saying that uh, they would never make a movie without Harrison Ford, an Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. You know, without Harrison Ford. And I'm hoping that doesn't curb, like, because I want Disney Plus to do a new um, young, young Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I think, or even movies would be great. Like him, uh, early college years yeah. would be phenomenal. So is that, you know, and that seems like something that would fit perfectly mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. You think that's, you know, probably not going to happen? I mean, if if we're going by what she's saying, but, you know, she is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel about Kennedy. <laughs> Yeah, no, but the production was the problem. I mean, they gave Solo his name because he he was going solo. He doesn't have anybody. (laughs) Well, Alden Ehrenreich wasn't a good on Solo. It's like, bitch, your script blew. (laughs) (laughs) You fired the guys who went on to make an Academy Award winning movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the movies. Uh, First off, they asked Kennedy... Uh, how important is it to get outside the gravity of the Skywalker saga, moving beyond the characters we know? How vital is it? She said, I think it's vital. Just staying within the construct of George's storytelling to keep chipping away at that, I think would be wrong. It's our job to step away now, but still have a connection to the mythology that George created. That won't stop. We are moving on from the Skywalker saga. That's what's taking a lot of time. That's what's taken a lot of time, discussion, and thought right now. We have a roadmap. I would say that Taika's story fits more specifically into that. Interesting, we'll talk about that. Rogue Squadron, we kind of pushed off to the side for the moment. Patty is developing the script further. Then we will talk about how that connects to the central spine that we're working on. There's a couple filmmakers that we've been in conversation with over quite a long period of time that I'm hoping will come in and make an overall commitment that John and Dave have made. That's ideally what I would love to see happen in the feature in the feature space. Anyone who comes into the Star Wars universe now needs to know that it's a three, four-year, five-year commitment. That's what it takes. You can't step in for a year, shoot something, and then walk away. It just doesn't work that way. So it requires that kind of nurturing. All right, man. What are you thinking? Okay, I don't hate all that. Yeah. I think that, that you need to have a plan. I think that you need to have a good set of people behind your plan. Yeah. And that are committed to your plan. I do think that's cool. This is shit I want to hear. Yeah. I, I think it's really funny that they're all like, uh, well, we're, we're, we're stepping away from the Skywalker stock. I'm like, because you put two caps in its head. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so you can't do much more with yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. They're like... Mm. Yeah, <laughs> no, you have no other choice but to step away from this guy. This, this might be the first thing I've heard Kathleen Kennedy say that's you know intelligent. Yeah, this is how they should have approached everything. You know, the, yeah, everything. Everything. You know the uh, the sequel trilogy. Yeah, you know this shit makes sense. Yeah, uh, sounds like a plan. But it's the exact opposite of what we heard. So I feel like that like there was nowhere to go but up. If that makes sense. Yeah, we do the exact opposite of what we did before. And I like this idea. Like, you can't have, uh, you know, J.J. Abrams come in, direct a movie. Then leave. Leave. Johnson comes in, does a movie, leaves. Abrams comes back. Like, no, you got to find the people that you, you gel with. You got to work with them. Yeah. And tell them, like, man, you're going to be in the sandbox for a while. Yeah. Let's do this. And I mean, the, the original trilogy is directed by three different people. But, like, George was there. Yeah, that's yeah, the, that's he the was difference. the through line. Yeah, yeah, that he was the one still keeping his hand right there, making sure that, like, no, this is where we're going. And that, yes, you're directing it, but, like, this is where we need to take the story. Yeah, the, the yeah. problem is the sequels didn't have George. They had Kathleen Kennedy sipping on coffee. Yeah, watch, yeah look, looks good. Watching dailies. Yeah, yeah. who's Snoke? <laughs> Yo, you don't know? Okay, well, that's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out next movie. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, I like this commitment, yeah. you know? 
Uh, this is this is the leadership that I've wanted from Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. So it just you know what what was she doing? Just fucking around? Not worried about it. This is yeah. This Star Wars is, writes itself. Yeah. Oh, we're working with Abrams and Johnson. Yeah, you know, that's great, man. You could work with the most talented filmmakers. But you got to have a plan. Yeah. If you don't have a plan, I don't care the, you know who the fuck you bring in. Yeah. It's going to fucking tank. Yeah. So it's about time that she says something, you know, that makes you know a little bit of sense. Yeah. Or a lot of sense here. Yeah. But um All right, let's take a look at this roadmap that she's talking about. Okay. Taika Waititi's movie yep. will come out first. Okay. Rogue Squadron on the back burner. Kevin Feige's movie? Mhm. She said, I would love to see what movie he might come up with. <laughs> okay. And that kind of going against what she just exactly. said. Exactly. That it's like, that doesn't sound like you have a plan. That, that sounds, sounds like, like you're going to just plug some rando in there. <laughs> that sounds like sequel trilogy shit. It's true. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> oh, that sounds good. Yeah, what do you think? 2024? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's about, uh, yeah, it's about Ewoks. Exactly. Ewok <laughs> with an eye patch, right? <laughs> Right, and a great dragon. Yeah, Kevin Feige, as a kid, I always had this, like, you know, I had this dream about a, an Ewok with an eye patch yeah. riding a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> and now that I'm the richest man in the world. Yeah, we'll make a dragon. <laughs> now that I'm the greatest storyteller <laughs> the world has ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. All right, 2024. <laughs> you know, we don't have anything coming out in November of 2024. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Sky- yeah, sky patch. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting away from the Skywalker saga. Yeah, to have <laughs> sky patch saga. Patch dragon. <laughs> but yeah, she says. But right now, no, there isn't anything specifically. Okay. Which we're gonna talk about. That's interesting. We'll talk about this more. And then Ryan Johnson's trilogy, backburner. All right, so okay. let's start with Tiger. Hold on a sec. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. So you say that there is a... There's an You're telling me there's a chance. No, 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 no. For an Ewok movie with an eye patch. Hold on, no. I'm just saying that there's supposedly uh, uh, an infrastructure, a spine, if you will. Yes. But we only know one thing, and the two other things are on the back burner. Yeah. That yeah. doesn't seem like there's much of a spine or infrastructure. Yeah, that's where... Or roadmap. Like, yeah, really strange. So all you're telling me is that Taika Waititi is making a movie. So yeah, let's talk about that yeah. because I'm very curious to see what that movie is, yeah. where it's set, what era. Because let's be honest, what's he good at? Goofy he, shit. Goofy shit. Yeah. You know, um, what was it? Uh, it's in Pantheon. Um, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I love Jojo Rabbit. It's serious, but it's also you know has goofy. its goofy moments. Yeah. I and love... uh, what does that look like? Yeah. You know, for a Star Wars movie, the first Star Wars movie since Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Is that going to get people back in the theaters? That's so. That's the question. Because yeah. the only way it does is if you drop like you know something big, like he's directing Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. But is he the guy to do that? Yeah. I don't and think I mean, so. Maybe he can. And Ragnarok's like he's got an action eye too. Yeah, he does. There's some really good stuff in Ragnarok. It is goofy, but like the action beats are cool. Yeah. The worlds are neat. I think what he comes up with. What he signs off on as being the director, I think that yeah. like you know, and I tr- love dude. You know, uh, Thor Ragnarok's my one of my favorite MCU movies. It's it's up there, if yeah. not my favorite. Yeah, and it works there, but I don't want a Star Wars movie where you know two you know people are fighting with lightsabers and they drop their lightsabers and they you know laugh their dicks off. Yeah, <laughs> you no, know? I mean you're not wrong. So the lightsaber pulls you off, and you can't <laughs> put like you you know you can't put ACDC. 
you know, over, you know, yeah. you know what he does, his, yeah. his, his thing, which I like, it's yeah. fun, mm-hmm. but I don't know. And, then, and it says it's part of that central spine. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. What are you talking about? What's the spine? What do you mean? Yeah. It's just weird. Cause I can't. And how does see... Rogue Squadron fit in a spine? Where you're gonna. Well, so they said that's on the that's on the back burner, and yeah, then. But it'll it'll find a place. It'll find on a the place. Spine. Yeah, it'll grow into that spine. So exactly. I have a feeling that Rogue Squadron was like you know maybe hard to tell them where it was set, and they're like okay now we need to rewrite that to, and to make maybe it fit. maybe your movie can be a part, and this is would be cool. Maybe your movie can be a part of the Mandoverse now. Yeah, and that's like that big event movie yeah you know i'm, I'm down with that yeah. it was something else and now it's kind of grew into yeah you know, the theatrical conclusion mm-hmm. to the mandoverse or something yeah you know i'm cool with that but uh yeah i'm very interested to see what this taika watiti movie is do you think that's going to be announced i think it has to be it they have to, to announce stuff Mm-hmm. They have to. And they said that's the next do? one. That's yeah. the that's the next movie. Yeah. Have they they haven't filmed that, have they? No. Exactly. Because Rogue Squadron was supposed to come out in 2023. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can make that that release date. No. They'd have to hump on it tomorrow. Yes. You know, to make that release date. Yeah. No way. Yeah. From what we know from the logo that they released um that they released last year. Yeah. It looked very. We talked about it. it. Looked like Dawn of the Jedi. Yeah, or like it has a very like uh, Fraggle Rock kind of look to yeah, it. Yeah, very like Ben Hur. Yeah, kind of thing. Very yeah. Ben Hurish, you know, mm-hmm. logo. But how the does Queens of the Stone Age kind of? Yeah, yeah. How does that? Yeah. Fit in. Yeah. To what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, it almost seems like you'd have Taika direct something like, uh, like a Stranger Things. Yeah. Like kind of. Um, Stranger Things mashup thing where it's like kind of he can just do his own story. But if this is supposed to be the beginning of the spine of something, yeah. that's weird. And does Dawn of the Jedi say that is? Yeah. Does that get people excited? Like you're running to the theater to see Dawn of the Jedi? Most people don't haven't even heard of Like it's uh, based off some books. Yeah. You know, I've never even read them. Yeah. So cool. is that going to get people excited to go back to the movie theater? Yeah. You know, to see a Star Wars movie to make a billion dollars? Yeah. You know, he's, he's got uh, name power, but, you know, yeah. he's also got Thor, you know, behind him. Yeah. Part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Unless, you know, like, Thor, Love, and Thunder sucks. <laughs> and then this will get scrapped. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a part of the spine. Never was. Yeah. Never was. Just a vertebrate. <laughs> Never an important part. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, very curious about this. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, Kevin Feige some more. All right. Okay. No Kevin Feige Star Wars movie right now. Yeah. Which is interesting, especially last week. Michael Waldron, he was at the Doctor Strange premiere. He okay. wrote Doctor Strange, oh, wrote okay. Loki. Okay. And he said, it's coming along. It's nice to have some time to focus on it now because of Doctor Strange. Um, all of his attention is on the Feige movie, and it's fun to get to do something that feels fresh. And original, and I'm excited to work with Kevin again and with the team at Lucasfilm. And I love Star Wars, so it's a blast. So this is weird, right? Yeah. What do you make of this? Because she's saying we don't know what it is, but you, so you don't know what the fuck it is. I just but my, they're writing it. My whole thing though is it's just like you could just imagine that like they Kevin just goes, "This is what I want to make." She's like, "But it doesn't really fit in the spine." But this is what I want to make. Yeah, you're not listening. This. 
is what I want to make. You don't no, you're not listening. This is what I'm going to make. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah so what if uh, what if we can't, you know, fit it into the the roadmap? Well, no more Marvel. But <laughs> but this is what I'm saying. I stepped down. Is it's already being made. <laughs> yeah. It's already being made. Yeah, yeah. you can't stop it. Yeah. yeah. So I already did it 35 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're writing it. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. And they've been writing it. Yeah. Because he announced and she that said, forever. I would love to see what movie he might come up with. So they're keeping her in the dark. <laughs> yeah. They're like, go over there and you know, fuck around with the acolyte. Yeah. <laughs> right, we're doing our own thing. Yeah. Yeah, and like I said, though, you know, Kevin Feige or not, you know, I hope it's a part of the roadmap because it's, you know, it could be great, but it's like, okay, what the fuck was that? I just think it's really weird that, like, you know, we've all, we've been saying since Video Land started pretty much that it's like, man, I wish that they'd have a clue and I wish that they would, like, have a roadmap. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we finally got a roadmap. Cool. But no. Yeah. Everything's pointed that you don't actually have yeah, a roadmap. Yeah, I know. Map, so she said everything I want to hear. But then Kevin Feige's coming in with a wrecking ball. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's that. And then two of the movies on the roadmap are on the back burner. Back burner. Until and they fit into the spine. And then it's like, okay, well then, what are you doing At least then? they're forming those to fit into the spine. But it sounds like they don't know what the fuck Kevin Feige's doing. No. So I hope, uh, you know, Kevin Feige's movie is a part of that grand design. Yeah. It would be cool if next week Taika Waititi comes out yeah. and Kevin Feige. Yeah. And they both, you know, announce their movies. Yeah. And they both announced their movies. That could be cool. It would be cool. But I think just probably Taika. Yeah. Since that's the next. And I think too that like since Celebration is ha- like Obi-Wan happens the day or the next day from Celebration starting, I assume that they're going to really lean into Kenobi yep. next weekend too. So there's that. I don't know how much. Yes, they're going to have to announce new stuff, but I think they're going to really lean into Kenobi. Yeah. So, so let's talk about these back burner projects. Okay. All right. Rogue Squadron. And Ryan Johnson's trilogy. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? Back burner. I don't know. Because... Just gonna let it cook? Well, don't you remember when... Because Last Jedi came out, what, 2017? Was that it? I forget. Something like that. Yeah. That's five years ago. Hmm. How long is it gonna be on the back burner? Yeah, that's accurate finger math, by the way. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, like, how long really will it be on the back burner? Yeah. Five years is a long time. Is is a back burner just their way of saying we're going to let it cook and, you know. If it happens, it happens. <laughs> yeah. After, when it's done cooking, we'll, we'll fit it into the Mandoverse. Yeah. Or is back burner their polite way of saying, like, you know, this, this shit's not going to happen. And, you know, 15 projects down the road, you're going to forget about it. Yeah. I won't. You're going to be eating <laughs> all the other food. Yeah. It's like, hey, is the... Uh, is the corn done yet? Nah, no, it's it's still cooking. It's serenading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to get my mashed potatoes yeah. and my turkey yeah. and my green beans. Yeah. And guess what? By the time you're done eating, yeah. you know, you're not going to want fucking corn. There's no room for corn. <laughs> <laughs> There's no room for corn, no. son. There's no room for corn. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the side of <laughs> yeah, so I don't know what the fuck's going I, it's on. It's weird, right? Because the whole thing is he already proved that he doesn't really play nice with others. Yeah. I don't know if that was a good analogy. It's a great right? analogy. <laughs> I think it's no room for corn. 
than Ryan that. Johnson's like, so I just made my 15 Knives Out movies for yeah. Netflix, um, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I'm ready to do some Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, there's no room for cars. No, there's not. <laughs> but, like, you know what I mean? He's already kind of proof that he doesn't, like, work super well with others. He wants to do his own thing. Yeah. And here's the problem you can't have too many of those guys that want to do their own thing because Kevin Feige's doing his own yeah. thing and Tyka's is going to be it's unique because that's what he brings to the table yeah. you know I'll watch a Ryan Johnson trilogy I think you know the sequel trilogy would have ended up a lot better if it was just you know just let him do the whole fucking thing yeah at least it would have been you know, cohesive a, a cohesive movie yeah so yeah I don't know I just hope that it's a part of that grand design you mm-hmm. know whatever this is and it, if it cooks long enough it can be a part of the Thanksgiving dinner maybe <laughs> you know what I'm saying but yeah. if not then you know just cause you like the fucking guy yeah you know maybe he needs to get get fucked and, yeah you know you need to you know do your own thing cut your losses yeah but I will say you know uh, have you seen the reviews for Top Gun yeah through the fucking roof yeah people are saying it's like the best sequel ever I wonder if that's going to dictate, you know, like, oh, shit. Remember, God, fuck. We were going to do Rogue Squadron. Yeah. We canceled it. Now everybody loves Top Gun. Top Gun. So now we have to have, you know, Top Gun in space. Do you not forget what we had? Yeah. Top Gun in space. Yeah. Take it off the back burner. Exactly. And move it to the front of the, the fucking front of the stove. Do you know what people want? They want mashed potatoes. They want mashed potatoes. They want their corn now. Exactly. (laughs) Feed it. want Top Gun in space and we're going to give it to exactly. them. Exactly. Well, what's it about? Does it matter? Does it matter? It's Top Gun in space. <laughs> yeah. Like, 2025. Exactly. <laughs> Let's make this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I hope they stick to some sort of plan, but... Uh, I don't think they are. <laughs> I mean, like... She sounded good for a little bit. Exactly, but then when you really start picking it apart, it's so contradictive. So, you know, I started thinking about this, though. Yeah. This article probably wasn't done, you know, I think this article's three days old. Yeah. I doubt they just got off the phone with Kathleen Kennedy yeah. and wrote this article. Yeah. And especially with her not knowing what the fuck is going on with Kevin Feige. Yeah. I bet you this article was, you know, her interview was done like a month ago. Yeah. Before Michael Waldron started. She should still know about Kevin Feige's movie. She should. If but, you're the head of Lucasfilm, yeah, no, you, you should, should. kind of yeah, have... No shit. Yeah. Yeah. But I wonder, like, I bet you this, the interview was like done a month ago. Yeah. And, and they've been getting there. pictures and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So yeah, you're trying yeah. to cut her, cut her a little bit of slack. Yeah, Kevin Feige's like, you know, I'm going to piss on you to give you a clue. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll end there. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the article. Like I said, it's pretty dense. Yeah. A lot of information. Um, but I think those are the highlights. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some more stuff about Kenobi. There's stuff about the volume, which if we had more time, I'd love to talk about. Yeah. But, you know, it's past our hour now. So... I would say go check out the article if you haven't read it um, and then check out that extended article. Um, like I said, pretty hefty read, but an interesting read. Yeah. Um, anything else that you want to add from this article? I think that Star Wars television is in a good spot. I don't think the movies are. I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, maybe they should just, you know, and I want to see, I can't wait to see Star Wars again on the big screen and get yeah. the, and get the, uh, the scroll yeah. You know, but, you know, I don't want um, a mess like the sequel trilogy. Yeah. You yeah. know, let it cook. Yeah. Keep it on that back burner until it's ready. And I think right now with how everything is going, mm-hmm. you know, everything is centered on Mandoverse. Yeah. I mean, and kind of. The, the majority. Gal- Galactic yeah. Civil War. Because, majority. Yeah. yeah. 
But because you have Ahsoka, Mando, Boba Fett, you know, you have that John Watts show. Yeah. You know, that's a lot of stuff right but there. But you also have Kenobi and Andor that are... Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But I think, but I think like if you, um, I think the next movie should maybe... Um, it's got to branch out. Be the ender it, yeah. of Mando. And I then, think that would be wise. Yeah. And then you could start all over again. Yeah. That's how I would do it. We've talked about that before. Yeah, I don't even I know. Think if you asked me today and you gave me all the money I wanted, I don't know if I would do Knights Old Republic big screen, three movies, or or Disney Plus series. We, we've talked about this too. I think Star Wars works better when it's on a TV. It's been, the, it's been fun. The, I, yeah, I think that it's cool when you can really flush out your stuff rather than like you having to play mental gymnastics with what happened between the films. Yeah, and I wonder yeah. if there's going to be a difference now Yeah, between you know going to the theater and... Uh, in story and quality. Yeah. Because I'm sure they're going to use the volume to make the movies. Yeah. So maybe they should just stick with um, television. television for now. Yeah. And then doing like television movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, mm-hmm. that's it, dude. So that's it. Nothing else you want to... No. Anything else you want to add? No. All right. Let's shut this mother down. Yeah. Seth, where can Videoland find you? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at LairdGeek, L-A-I-R-D-G-E-E-K. You can find me on adventuresinvideoland.com. I'm on Instagram, but the conversation always begins and ends on Facebook. Facebook. You've been listening to Criticism in its finest hour. Until next time, my good people. Remember, the Force will be with you.